There's a science to getting rich. The book says it's an exact science. Like math or science or arithmetic. Meaning it's a pattern. It's a blueprint. And that anyone, man or woman, who follows this science, who follows the path, the blueprint, can and will get rich with certainty. It's just a pattern. And so you got to figure out the map to prepare your journey. This idea of financial freedom, of independence, of becoming one, control of one's own life. See, the ownership of money and property comes as a result of doing things in a certain way. And those who do things in this certain way, whether on purpose or on accident sometimes, See, sometimes people don't know that what they're doing. They don't know that what they're doing is the certain way. They don't know what they're doing is the blueprint or the map. They're just doing it intuitively. Intuitively. And that goes back to the idea that the guru's inside of you. That everything you need is inside of you. It's not from the outside. See, the same spirit that was in Steve Jobs, Einstein, Ford, is in me, is in you. And we're all part of this collective mind, this universe. This universal mind. This universal mind. The collective. And that takes us back to this idea that other people have everything you need. And in order to get that money, you have to be in a situation to deal with those people. But not only that, those people have to want to deal with you. In this journey that you're on, you're going to have to figure that part out. You're going to bump into that as you go. In other words, strangers are going to get you where you're trying to go. People you've never met today will be the fulfillment of your dreams. The things that you write down today, the thoughts that you hold in formless substance today, those thoughts, those things become the things that in the future the strangers will provide. They will meet those needs. Because you started the chain reaction. You started it with thought. Pillar number one in the ten pillars of success is how you think is everything. To always be positive. Think success, not failure. Be be aware of negative people and negative environments. It's not that you don't ever think negative. It's that you realize you're thinking negative and you take a hold of it. Controlling the situation. We could jump all the way to number 10. Taking full responsibility. Skip 8. 2 through 9. Because if you think right. And you're fully responsible. 2 through 9 work out. Christianity is very similar. Jesus was approached in the in the Bible. And the guy said. Master can you tell me. Uh, what, what must I do? In other words, can you sum this up for me? How do I do this? Give me a map. Give me a blueprint. Where's the way that I go? Jesus, this is good. Jesus looked at him and said, listen, 
You're making this shit too complicated. It's simple. You don't need to read these books. You don't need to read the Bible. You don't need to read the Quran. Now, it's good, but you don't need to. See, what you need has already been implanted in you. You have everything you need right now. And so do I, and so do you. But see, this is this is years ago. This is a couple thousand years ago. This is Jesus talking to the young man. He's rich. He come up, Master, what should I do? And he said, there's really only two laws, man. There's really only two rules. Kind of like there's really only two pillars. The other eight are filler. There's really only two. You ready? This is it. It'll fit on a three by five card. It's the secret to fucking life. Secret to life. Love God. <laughs> Love God. And love others. That's it. See, if it, that sums it up. Everything that book is talking about right there. Love God, love others. You know, we could add treat others how you want to be treated. We could add pull the, 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 the thorn out of your own eye before, what, casting judgment. But that's all part of love others, love God. See, when you love others, you don't, you, you don't cast judgment. When you love others, you, you're not overly critical. Or if you are, you feel, you feel what? Guilt. And you apologize. But when you don't love others, you don't. And so it's summed up. Super simple. Most things are basically simple. We tend to overcomplicate them. With all our moves, because we want to use our effort. We want to take our strength, our physical strength, and just pick shit up and just lift it up. And yet, and yet what's funny, what's funny, most things, most things are just, they just fall right into your lap. Like you aren't even fucking looking. Bam, there it is. Because it was put in motion before. It was a thought that was held in formless substance in the past. And you set in motion uh, 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 action. You set in motion. This is why pillar number two is so important. Pillar number two, listen. If pillar number one is how you think is everything. Pillar number two is awesome because it says decide on your true dreams and goals. That word decide is an action word. Mean pick a fucking side. Decide. Which side are you on? Decide. So when you have a scattered mind, when you're here and you're there, how can you be decided? I mean, take these two and break them down word by word. The Bible says, Jesus said in the beginning was the what? The word. In other words, words are powerful. You say, well, I'm not a Christian. Don't give a fuck. Still important. It's one of the most written books ever. It's guided billions of fucking people. They could probably give you a little something, even if you didn't believe. Decision. Make a decision. Pillar number three, taking massive action goals are nothing without action. That's part of decision. That's part of how you think is everything. That's part of taking full responsibility. It's all in there. But in case you need it spelled out real fucking clear, when Jesus said love God, you know what that means? Respect the laws. 
And when he says, love your neighbor, what does that mean? It means don't fucking steal from him. Do we really need to write a law that says don't steal when you love him? No. But see, humans get involved and we, we need, I need a little more. I need, exactly what can I do? Because we're always trying to manipulate things. Let me give you one of the secrets to the book, Think and Grow Rich, that nobody catches. Not science getting rich now. Think and Grow Rich. Probably one of the most instrumental, most famous books ever written. Most people don't know about the science of getting rich, but they all know about thinking grow rich. All of them quote this book. Grant Cardone, Damon Sharp, all of them. This is like the Robert Kiyosaki, uh, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad to that previous generation. Let me give you the secret to that book. What all that book is about. Let me sum it up in a couple fucking words. Just like Jesus summed up Christianity. And I've summed up the 10 pillars with just two little things. Same way I buy real estate. Fits on three by five cards. Now, people want fucking books and courses and classes, but it all goes on a three-by-five card. My entire trading strategy will fit on a three-by-five card, but I got to somehow make it into a 30-day fucking course because people need more. They can't just accept, love God, love your neighbor. No, 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 I need some rules on this love shit. You got to be a little clearer. I need some rules. I need some rules. I need parameters. I can't be free-floating like that. I need some rules. Man, what if you could? What if you could just love other people? What if you could just not be judgmental? What if you could not hate people because they're a different po po uh, political lean than you or a different skin color? What if we could do the shit that we talk about? What if both sides, the left and the right, could shut the fuck up and actually do the things they say they say? Boy, that'd be a beautiful world because sometimes they both say nice things and neither one of them do this shit. Both judging each other, both hating each other. That's why politics is the black fucking hole you'll never come out of. You'll never win and you're just wasting your mind. You're wasting your time and your mind that you could be dedicated because when you argue about that shit, when you post about it, when you think about it, when you're out there marching for it and all that bullshit, you're holding that thought in form of substance. Not getting rich. Not your own personal freedom. See, it's when you get rich and you get free, then you can help people. Till then, you're a clog in the wheel. You're a cog in the wheel. People don't like to hear that. The opening chapter of the very book, Science Getting Rich, says that it is impossible. It is impossible to live a full and complete life unless one is rich. Now, everything I've just said, I've said from memory. I don't have any notes. I'm not saying that to impress you. I'm saying that to realize, to press upon you this idea of eternalization. I've internalized the book. Internalized it. Meaning it becomes part of me. It becomes an extension. It's not a book I read where I jump to the next book and then the next book and the next book. No, no, no. It becomes an expression of my life. I didn't need to read anymore. Everything it said made sense. In this decade and the next one and the next one and the next one and even in the life to come. So I don't need another book to explain that. So in chapter, what is it, 13, where it talks about gratitude, I don't need another book on gratitude. I need to go live grateful. I need to give to others. The book says you can't steal from, not to steal from people. To give them more in use value than they pay you in monetary value. Can we just say that's a good fucking philosophy in 1910 and in 2021? You don't need another book. Everything you need is right in that book. But people read it one time, move on. I've been reading that book for 20 years. All the time. 
little segments, put it down. I've got probably 40 copies at my house spread out throughout my office. I've given away over 700 copies. I've given away thousands on the internet. I began this podcast to push the message and the intent in this book because I can't say it any better. I can't give you anything more than that book gives you. He said everything that needed to be fucking said. It was divinely inspired. You say, well, how can that be? Because we are all connected to the same universal mind. That shit wasn't for him. It was for me. In 1905, he wrote that book for me. Maybe you. Oh, in 1905, he held a thought and formless substance that changed my life in 1999. My books will do the same. Long after I'm dead, some kid will get a copy of my book because I'll put them into, in a, I'll put them into free domain. Just give that shit away. I already decided. There'll be no royalties, none of that bullshit. It's free. I'm going to give it to the world. If I ain't making any money, nobody's making any money. I'm going to give it away. All of it. Everything I do and create, I'm just going to give it away. Why? Because that's where I got it. I got it from other people. Other people gave me my money. Whether I rented them a house. You say, well, that's your money. I know, but guess what? I got the house from another dude. Who got the money from another dude? Who got the money from? You get it? We're all connected. Nobody's an island. Nobody's an island. That's what blows my mind. All you guys are like, oh, I don't want to be on social media that much. And you're afraid of the window and the reach. Well, I embrace that reach. I could, I could just do nothing, man. I could just be a guy in Huntsville that owns some houses and I'm worth a couple million bucks and cool, right? Or I could start a chain reaction. I could take a book that was written in 1905 that I read in 1999 that I've been reading ever since and then I could realize that other people weren't reading it and that other people were paying hundreds if not thousands of dollars to listen to gurus who were teaching the same shit that was written in that book in 1905. There's nothing new. You're not going to get anything new. And that there's fancy sophistications for the way they were teaching people to do stocks and do real estate was all bullshit. Because they didn't start with the first part. You. Is your mind even prepared to receive the message? Is the ground been tilled? Have the weeds been picked? Has the ground been fertilized? Can you even take the fucking seed that's about to be planted in your mind? How the fuck are you going to be a stock trader when you're in piles of debt, relationship fucked, and out of sorts? How the fuck are you going to trade stocks when you're sick? Maybe in the mind. How are you going to do this? How are you going to buy real estate? How are you going to become rich when you're fucked up in your personal life? When you haven't come to grips that debt is bad. And you're still playing around with that shit. And you're trying to skip ahead. Instead of fixing yourself, let's just go down here and just start making some money. Let's don't look at me. Let's don't keep the spotlight on me very long. I need a couple more rules than love God and love your neighbor. I need a little bit more than how you think is everything and take full responsibility. I need a big fucking list so I can see where I can go. You know why so many people don't write down their goals? Because they know that shit's a contract. And they don't want to lie to themselves. Now, they're cool lying to you. They don't want to lie to themselves. 
Because they know the moment they write that shit down, they know they don't believe in that stuff. You know why I put my book together, Money Flow, and started pushing it? I didn't invent moving averages. I didn't invent indicators. I didn't invent anything I do. I did put them together in a certain way. I did kind of take that recipe. See, the people that make cake with flour and sugar and you know, all that, they didn't invent those things. They got them from other people. Everything comes from other people. So I got this message from other people. But I did create the money flow. I did create those indicators lined up that way with there. Nobody else was doing that. Now a lot of people doing it. A lot of people trying to copy it. That's why I went into the marketplace, started giving it away for free. Because you don't get to fucking copy it. I'm the owner. And there's this phrase I learned long ago from my mentor. And if you go back in these podcasts, you'll hear me say it. What you give away, you always get to keep. Think on that. So I went to the internet. You know, that thing you hide from, you don't want too many people to know, blah, blah, blah. And I began to press my intent into the universe. And I began to give away what I had spent 20 years learning. Now, I can't give them experience and I can't give them the courage that it takes to be an investor. But I did prepare the ground. I did till the surface. I did try to fertilize the ground first by telling them, hey, first you got to get your buckets right. First, I need you to read this free book. It's free. What you give away, you always get to keep. So nobody, everybody knows who created that system. Me. Because I went to the fucking world and gave it away. Every week. Two, three times a week. I spend hours a fucking week giving away my creation. Hours a week giving it away. You got guys 500 followers trying to figure out how to monetize. Nobody wants to pay you, man. You ain't giving shit away. Shit. Jesus, you don't need a marketing course. Jesus said it's better to give than to receive. Why did he say that? Because that's how you get money. <laughs> that's how you get money. And you go, well, I don't got I don't get that. Listen, realtors don't get paid to show you houses. And if they do it in such a way, with such style and such veracity, and make me feel like they got my best interest at heart, they're gonna get the sell. In other words, they had to give to me first. And if I go in to buy a car, and during the conversation, I feel like the car salesman has my best interest at heart. He gets the sale. In other words, he had to give to me first. And so if you are a teach exercise or whatever, bring them in. Give them a couple lessons. You ain't got shit to lose. Your time ain't worth nothing unless someone's paying you. I had a guy tell me, well, my time's worth $50 an hour. I said, well, how much are you getting paid right now? He said, well, nothing. Then your time ain't worth nothing. Your time is only worth what someone will pay you right now. Mm, unless you're selfish. <laughs> uh, different conversation. So, never stop learning. Read books, go back to school, YouTube videos, buy courses. That's obvious. Be persistent and work hard. That's obvious. I've covered this at ad, ad nauseum with the eighth day. Most of you don't work hard enough. Stop bullshitting yourself. You know you don't. Let's see. Focus your time and money. Don't let other people distract you. What you think about comes about. What you focus on grows. That's part of what the book teaches about holding thought and formless substance. The shit you can't shake. The things you do for free. Oh, we're back to that again. The things you do for free. 
Those are the things that will pay you the most. Because if you'll do it for free, you'll do it longer and harder and better than anybody else. You ever meet somebody that's only working a job for money? I hate those fucking people. You ever meet an employee who obviously doesn't give a shit? Everyone hates that person. The universe hates that. So listen up, people that don't like their jobs. The Science of Getting Rich answered this. This is why I internalized this book. If you got a job you hate, you need to do it better than anybody there. Come in early. Stay late. That's what the book says. See, the book answers everything in life on the process of getting rich. And if you crush your job, I mean that shitty job you hate, come in early, stay late, you're like, blah, blah, I'll say, fuck your boss. You're not working for that dude. You're working for the universe. And in the midst of that, you're holding the thought of the type of job you would like to get in back to fucking decide. What would a good job look like? And you say, well, I don't know. That's why you ain't got one. Because you don't have a clear fucking vision of what you want. And so you're just tossed around and you're going to get the shitty job because you think about shitty jobs and you do a shitty job. So you deserve a shitty job. And I hope you keep it. Until you walk into that fucking place early with a fucking smile on your face and outwork everyone. And then the universe will owe you. And that's how it's worked for me. And that's how it works for everyone. And that's why the book says people do things in a certain way, whether they don't even know. Meaning he didn't read the damn book. He didn't know the book said to do that. He just does that because it's his personality. And guess what? The universe rewards him. And it may not be your personality. You might need to check your fucking personality. Back to pillar number one, how you think is everything. You say, well, I don't like this job. What job would you like? Well, I don't know. Well, then fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. You don't get a better job. You ain't got enough time to sit and think on what kind of job you would want. Then fuck you. You don't get a better job. But now if you begin to think, begin to talk, begin to act, begin to hold that thought in formless substance, doing what you can do today, right now, right here, with the best that you can, at the best of your ability. Secret to the... I, and I, I didn't, you thought I forgot. You thought I didn't come back. But the secret to the book, Think and Grow Rich, is what? You know what the secret is to that entire book? Let me sum it up. You thought I forgot. You know what it is? Man, I wish you could sit right here with me and let me talk to you. Listen, you know what that is? Willpower. Force. But not on other people. They misinterpret it. On yourself. The ability to just grab yourself and just rise fucking up. And to take control of your mind. And that means doing that shitty fucking job the best you can with a fucking smile on your face. Because you have fucking willpower. And most people don't. And that's why this fucking planet's ruled by the 7%. Because they control themselves or someone around them did. And they did that shit long enough to amass a fucking fortune. Or you give up on it. Choice is yours. Start the journey. Assess the facts. Write down the debt. Figure out what you got to do to get to where you're going. Investing in stocks ain't going to make you rich. Making money and putting it in the stock market will make you rich. You got to make a plan to get wealthy. 
learn about the assets and the paths and the different study. And these come in phases. You can't learn about index funds and start getting that down while trying to simultaneously do Forex, while trying to flip things on thing, while trying to do NFP tokens, while trying to do Amazon dropshipping, while trying to start a side business, while trying to day trade, while trying to look at fucking options. What I just described is like two years of knowledge. You can't do that shit. You're not that fucking smart. If you were, you'd already be rich. So you pick one fucking thing and master it. And you spend 90, 180 days internalizing it. Where you could repeat the shit if anyone asked you. You could just explain it. I've been deep diving Bitcoin now for about, what, three months now. I mean, every fucking day, two, three hours a day of content, audiobooks, videos. Like, not conspiracy shit. Like, all ranges of smart people, average people on YouTube just taking it in day after day after day. Watching the price 10 times, 15 times a day. I went back last week to the last two days. I've been studying the historical price movement from one fucking penny to where it is today. Looking at every crash. How far did it drop? And then how did it run? How far did it drop? How long were the average bull runs? How long were the average drops? What am I doing? I'm building upon a foundation. And in the meantime, guess what I'm doing every day? Buying Bitcoin. Why? So that my mind is on it. And what you think about comes about and what you focus on grows. And guess what? Three fucking months, I've amassed about $25,000 in Bitcoin. You say, Joe, what if it drops? Good. Good. I hope it drops. Because I watched what happens. It drops 50, 60, 70%. And guess what I'm going to do? Buy a whole bunch more. Buy another $25,000. Shit, what if it doesn't? Buy another one. Throughout its entire life, it came back. So my purpose isn't to avoid the down. My purpose is to accumulate. Now you say, well, what if you just step aside? Yeah. How many, how many of you that worked for? How many of your friends did that? Not a fucking one of them. You know how many people I talked to used to own a bunch of Bitcoin in 2015 and 17? Now they don't. Because it didn't work out like their grand fucking plan. Just to buy and accumulate. But how can I do that with any level of confidence if I didn't study? If I didn't internalize it? I just babble the shit now. People walk up and be like, hey, you want to hear about Bitcoin? Well, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you who found it. Let me talk to you about the white paper. Let me tell you how they're, like, I just can't help it. It's just oozing. See, what you think about comes about and what you focus on grows. That's what grows. I'm a living fucking example of the things I teach. I talk about push your intent. You've seen me do that. Went from fucking 200 followers to 82,000. 82,000 followers on Instagram. Almost or eleven, almost 12,000 on YouTube. I'm nobody, dude. I am fucking nobody. I just decided one day when I woke up that I was going to control the force and I was going to push it. And some will like it and some won't. Some will listen to this and some won't. Fuck them. I'm going to keep doing it. And I get negative comments and shit on and attacked. And people have called my mother and my wife and my friends and said all kinds of horrible and I don't give a fuck I'm pushing my intent to the universe and I'm going to teach that shit free and if they don't want to listen fuck them because some will I'm only looking for people looking for me you're only looking for people looking for you because everything you need is in the pockets purses wallets checkbooks credit cards of other people and you got to go tell them you're on a journey the financial independence. 
starts with facing the facts, making the plan, and then we got to start to develop these habits. And what I just described to you is a habit that I've used called accelerated learning. Develop habits, and habits are just repetition. I mean, you develop a habit of working too long. That's like the biggest complaint. Like everyone around you should say, man, that motherfucker works too much. That should be a common thing when I ask about you. Another common thing should be like, he's always fucking positive. Why is that? And he's always talking about money. It's always something with him. Options, Bitcoin, fucking, it's always something. He's always doing something. He's always looking for this and looking for that and creating these little side of income. It becomes part of your natural state. That's what it is to be you. Recently, family members like, we should go to Italy. And I'm looking at these trips, $17,000 to go to Italy. And I'm like, damn. And it's not that it's 17 grand. Ain't no, I can write a check. I said, well, why don't we put another 15 on it? Well, you put in your 17. I'm putting my 17. We got 30. We could put a down payment on a fucking apartment in Italy. And we could own Italy. And my mom looks at me. She's like, do you ever quit? We're talking about a trip. And you're wanting to buy a house. And you want to buy a house. And I said. <laughs> and I said. Oh you want me to quit being me. Can't do that. I stopped being influenced by other people long ago. Mom. I'm going to just push and push my intent into the universe and do it with a fucking smile because everyone owes me because I gave more to every single human fucking being than they gave to me. There's no one on this planet can say they outgave me to them. I've overpaid every employee, gave them way too many chances. I've made every fucking rental house way too nice. I've given way too much information in every book and I've given way too freely of myself and I've taught way more than anybody ever taught me. Let me tell you how far I've taken this. I've been giving $500 a month to my parents for 14 years. 14 years. Every month comes like a bill. My dad gets saying, what's this for? Eh, in case I need some help. See, my dad knows computer skills. Every once in a while I call him, hey, I need some help. And I just give him all the shit that came in and I walk away. And every month I send him 500 And when times are bigger, I send him a little more. It's been as high as 1000 And for what? Nothing. Why? Because it's better to give. I had it. Why not? They birthed me. I'm going to pay them back. So I calculated it the other day. Just curious. And guess what? I paid my dad like a, you know, like $150,000 for no reason. Just to be nice. Here's the thing. He made more money than me some of those times. Some of those years, he made more money than me. You say, why would you do that? I could. I could. I could. And they cannot say that they gave me something. They can't use that. I gave to them. I'm sure I spent, gave them more money than they ever gave me. And then one time when my dad fell on hard times and lost his job, I wrote him a check for $25,000 and I said, just calm down. Take your time. Find what you need to find. Don't take the first job here. This will cover you for a while. Just because. 
You went to give it back now. Keep it. Woo, my wife was hot. Why? See, my dad put into me that I could do anything in this world. When I said, hey, I want to be in a band, he said, cool, be in a band. When I said, hey, I want to, I want to do that, he said, cool, do that. I said, I want to be a radio DJ. He was back before the internet. He said, cool, be a radio DJ. He never pushed back. He always told me I could do whatever I wanted to do. That was fucking priceless. And so I felt the need to pay him back. I'm going to put that inheritance in reverse. Hmm. Increase your income. Money now. And let me tell you something on this. That means if you can get some overtime, get it. And your wife says, you're always working. Yeah, because I'm fucking trying to take care of you. Shut the fuck up. And all you ladies that say shit like that to people, fucking stop. Take your ass to work and do something too. Like life ain't just about sitting in a room together. Life ain't just about going on vacation together. When the fuck does society switch and become all about hedonism? It ain't about you getting to do what you want to do and going on trips and just sitting there pleasuring yourself. That's not what it's about. There is not a person on fucking earth that anyone. There is not a historical figure one on this planet that anyone looks up to because of any of that shit. And somehow we've twisted life that life ain't about just working. Really? Really? Now, I don't mean you don't talk and do all. Of course you do. Of course you do. But if you're lucky enough to have a spouse that's putting in work like that, you are fucking blessed. Because most people aren't. Let me give you something on this too. Money not going out is not the same as money coming in. Is the same. So if you're in a situation for some reason right now, you can't raise your income. Cool. Cut something. And then cut something else. And then cut something else. And guess what? You just got to fucking pay raise. Shit ain't hard. Shit ain't complicated. It's easy. Stop spending fucking money and you have money. Simple, right? We don't need to go down the train on that. Start where you're at. Max what you can do. Look first to make money at your current job. Then begin to look outside of work where you might can make money, okay? Start to build additional ways of making income. I did this with real estate. A lot of people think of real estate as investing. It is. But for me, real estate's not really about investing. Real estate's about getting rich right now. Right now. See, the moment you put $20,000 into a piece of real estate, you acquire a $100,000 asset. It is the only investment that does that. See, when you put $20,000 in AT&T, you got $20,000 of AT&T. But when you put $20,000 into a house, they give you a $100,000 asset. It's leveraged four to five to one. It's the only thing that does that. So the way that I got to become a millionaire in eight years is I went 100 fucking percent on real estate. Every fucking dollar went into real estate and I cut shit and I worked eight days and I held it in formless substance and I read and studied and thought and thought and held that thought and told everyone that would fucking listen. If you were around me from the age of 32 to 38, you got sick of hearing about real estate. I was obsessed with it. And guess where I got the money to put in the stock market? From the obsession of real estate. 
Because, see, I knew I needed to be in the stock market, but I didn't know. I, right now, I'm on real estate. And people say, well, I can't do both. Yeah, you can. You have the real estate going. And then I began to just take the cash flow. See, I don't need it. I'm working hard. I'm doing my extras. I don't need that $200. And so I began to take the cash flow after taxes, insurance, and maintenance. And you, know, and you say, what about repairs? I'll pay that out of my own money. Don't make this shit more complicated. This is about a pattern, man. This is about a blueprint. And I began to push that money, $200 to E-Trade. Put in S&P 500 account. Well, then I got two houses. Now I'm pushing like 300. Then I got three houses. Now I'm pushing like 500. Now I've got like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And I'm collecting 120,000. You get what I'm saying? I'm paying my bills from work. I'm paying for repairs as they happen. I'm taking all of the cash flow and I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. I'm not allocating to spend it. I'm fucking keeping it. And you say, how are you keeping it? I'm putting it in dividend stocks that now produce $2, almost $2,000 a month in income. That money that's in there came from renters. My money in the stock market, my $600 and something thousand dollars in the stock market, which now I'm obsessed of getting to a million. That money's not my money. It's other people's money. Your money is other people's money. Remember in the beginning when I said I'll create, I was going to make them a nicer house than they could fucking afford. That everyone that walks in goes, wow, this is only 800 a month? Yeah. Why? Because I need your fucking money to put into the stock market. And I can't say it to them like that. So the way I say it to them is, look, here's this beautiful house. You want to live here? I really need your money. <laughs> so let me give you something you really need. You really need shelter. And what you really need is a good landlord. Everybody wants a good landlord. And I'm the best. And for being the best, you're going to make me rich. See, if I am at go further than a landlord's supposed to go, if I give more than a landlord's supposed to give, if I'm kinder than a landlord should be, the universe will reward me. And if I do that times 15, I get rich and rich and rich. You see how it all comes together. This is the journey I've been on. Man, I know a lot, man. I know a lot. I've done a lot. I've been through a lot. I've, all through life, different things. I've been tried. I've, 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 done, I've had all kinds of problems. Every problem you're going to have. I've had years where I couldn't invest. Years I couldn't put money. I was just surviving. I was a millionaire and living paycheck to paycheck. I delivered pizza and I was worth $1.2 million. Some of you are too fucking fancy to do that. I don't have any any sense of pride when it comes to making money i'll shovel a ditch for five dollars an hour i don't give a fuck if i need five bucks and you're willing to pay me you get it i'm never so proud she take it all guess what i'm gonna do tomorrow i'm gonna get up and try to get it back that's all i know to do with a grateful heart that i know the path that i know the blueprint that this time i don't have to learn it over i know it now shit i just need some money and guess what? Guess where the money is? Other people. And other people have a lot of money. I just got to give them something that they want more than that money. And then they'll give it to me. And we'll be square. We'll wrap up with this. Face facts. Face the facts in your life, man. Start at the beginning. Get those buckets right. God bless.
Hey guys, this is Gerald Peters. Thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. As always, if I can help you, just let me know. Uh, if you don't have a copy of my free ebook, you don't have to die broke. It's available by ebook for free. You just get a hold of me through email, DM, or text message. My information's all over out there. Also, uh, uh, visit my YouTube channel, Full Auto 1125. Instagram is Full Auto 11. Careful, there's some people out there copying, pretending to be me. I would never DM you or contact you and ask you for money or try to sell you anything. I'm only looking for people looking for me, meaning you got to contact me first. Um, I am doing some one-on-one FaceTime calls right now. If you'd like to book a call, we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. Real estate, stocks, um, shit, whatever's on your mind, life, getting your buckets right. Now, I'm obviously not a professional. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a tax accountant, okay? So keep that in mind. I'm just telling you what I do, what I would do, what I have done. Um, I consider myself a new thought leader. I've written a bunch of books and teach on these basic principles of blue collar millionaireship. That's what I'm trying to get across and, and hopefully inspire, motivate, and that people could use me as a bridge to get where they're going. Uh, uh, you know, these calls are cheap. Uh, they're, well, I say cheap. I don't know what's cheap to you. It's under 100 bucks, but it's over 50 bucks. How about that? Under 100, over 50. Come on, man. So if I can help you, we can book these 20 minute sessions. I'd be happy to do it. Let me know what time works for you. I'll do my best to try to work around your schedule. And uh, we can either do it on the phone or FaceTime, whatever's good for you. Just let me know, uh, as, you know, as I'd say, push your intent in the universe. God bless.